0: Hey, y'all. It's Gabby here. Um, I'm sure you guys have already heard Madison's segment. Some stuff came up for me. I could not record with Madison. It was a car day. It was it was a car day that day. Um, I do want to say that I had coffee a little bit ago, and I'm very shaky, and I'm very talkative. So, you know, I digress, but keep that in mind. <laughs> so I'm sure you guys already know. I'm sure Madison gave you guys the rundown, but we're talking about love today. And we're really trying to keep it in, like, a general sense because we've gotten the feedback that our podcast sometimes is really directed towards females. And I was like, you want know what? You're right. That is true. So I'm going to try my best to make sure that this is, like, generalized towards, like, a, a wide range of an audience um, and not just females. So I'm if you guys have, you know, listened to my testimony episode or listened to my relationships episode um you guys will learn that I've been in multiple relationships and I've known a lot of love air quotation marks um air quotation marks around that that's very important um I've known a lot of love you know and uh I've been in a lot of situations where I had this perceived idea of love that just was not love you know you know I mean, love is spelt out for us, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, it is not boastful, it is not arrogant, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongdoings. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. So, my perceived idea of love this whole time has been, yeah, they hurt my feelings, and you know, they're not sorry, but, 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 you love them, so you're going to forgive them anyways. You love them, so it makes it okay. And I want to let all of y'all know right now that that's not okay. That is not real love. If you are with someone who is purposely seeking out a way to make them happy and make you sad, that self-seeking, that is not love. Um, and you know, it's very clearly spelled out for us in the Bible, and the Bible has multiple acts of love. I mean, let's think of the biggest act of love that we see in the Bible, you know, Jesus. Jesus dying on the cross for us, you know, God sending his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins, like that, that is an act of true love, and I'm sure Madison already said it, but there's a quote that we've used quite a bit on here, and that's, if you do not know, if you do not know the love of God, then you cannot give love, wow, now I can't remember it, like I said, I had a lot of coffee, (laughs) anyways, I digress once again, um, But, you know, whenever you don't know the love of God, whenever you don't know this kind of love, you know, whenever you don't know the love that is patient, that is kind, that is not envious. Whenever you don't know that love, you have this really wrong perceived idea of love and you think, you know, oh, yeah, no big deal, though, you know, because I love them like I I love them is always like an excuse, you know. Um, you lose it as, like, an excuse instead of, like, uh, hey, you know, people make mistakes, that's okay, I love you, I forgive you. Alright, that was, like, my fourth time recording that episode, it was going so good, it was going so good, and then I had to pause because my mom came home and she needed to talk to me. Darn it! Well, it's fine, I don't remember where I was at. But anyways, we have this, like, really weird perceived idea of love, right? And especially in this world, because love is perceived as something that is a little bit scandalous, to say the least, okay? And I think, you know, like Madison and I have done a lot of talking, especially on the Face to Face podcast. Um, We did a lot of talking about, you know, being in a season of singleness. And the reason why we stress that so much is that it takes quite a bit to learn to love God.
1: It really does. Like,
0: it seems like a simple thing, but like, you really have to like dive deep into the word and like really take it to heart. that like, yeah, like he did all this because like, he loves us. Like all this is written because he loves us, not because not because he wants to control us. You know, like someone told me that the Bible was controlling, you know, and that they didn't want to be a Christian because they didn't want to be controlled. They wanted to be spontaneous. And I was like, huh, that's that's interesting. I'm like because you know whenever you read the bible you know like yeah sure whenever people tell you about it it may seem controlling because you know we tell them and we're like oh yeah like this this and this happens and then like we're not supposed to do this and we're supposed to restrain from doing that and we have to try not to do this and blah 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 blah. and apparently that's perceived as controlling i had never perceived it like that like but whenever you actually read the bible you see all these acts of love you know like all the things that Jesus did for people, you know, all these acts of love that God sent him to do. And, like, it's it's shocking to hear someone say, oh, yeah, like, I, I don't want to be a Christian because the Bible's controlling. I was like, huh, that's interesting. But, you know, that's one of those things where it's like you really have to dive into the word and you really have to take this to heart. And you really have to be like, yeah, like, he sent his only son to die for us like that is love that is true true love to send your one son to die for a ton of people's sins and then to say that you're gonna forgive them of their sins as long as they repent and you know like they really you know not not that that forgiveness is to be like taken as an advantage because it's not but you know to send your one son to die for everyone else and to say, hey, I'm going to send my son to die for your guys' sins, that way I will always be able to forgive you, and you will always be welcome into my kingdom. That is an act of true love. That is a really big act of true love. And I don't think a lot of people recognize the weight of that decision. Like, that that's his kid. That is his son. And, you know, I think everyone kind of, like, yes, God has all this power, but, um, I think it's really important to recognize that, you know, no matter what, Jesus was his son. And similar to how anyone here who has kids or wants kids or, you know, is expecting how you care for your kid or how you care for other people's kids, how you perceive these people, like that, that is his kid. Like that, that is part of him. You know, like we know that it is written in the Bible that Jesus is, Jesus is God, you know, so Like, imagine sending, like, your kid to die for other people. Like, that, that's, that is an act of true love. And I really stress that to y'all. And, you know, that's something that we, as Christians, really need to take to heart. And that we really need to stress to people and be like, no, like, he loves you. Like, he really did this because he loves you. And, you know, I've been in relationships before. You know, we've already gone down that road. But, you know, um, I'm finally in a season now after taking a step back where I know what love is. I know after taking a step back from previous relationships, I know what love is. Because, not that I'm saying this is the way that it should be done, but I've seen wrong love. And I'm sure all of you guys have seen that. You know, like, I've seen the love with the quotation marks around it, you know? And I'm sure all you guys have, too. Because we live in, like, this really worldly world. Like, we really live in a world where people, you know, detach themselves as far as they possibly could from God because the enemy has just conflicted them. You know, like I said, someone thought the Bible was controlling. Like, huh, okay, you know. But, you know, I've known this this love with these, you know, air quotation marks around it. And I think knowing that, You know, like, some people, like, I'm one of those people where it's, like, I have to know that and I have to experience it in order to learn from it. I pray that none of y'all are that people because it's a very hurtful person to be, you know, like, to have to actually, like, feel it to, you know, understand it. That's not a fun person to be. I know that. I'm one of those people. But, you know, I'm finally in a season now after that where I'm able to dive into my Bible and I'm able to see the acts of love. I'm not just reading the words on the pages and writing down what they mean. I'm not just writing, like, reading it and being like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, God. Like, no. Like, I really, like, I read it and I'm like, wow, like, he sent his one son to die for us. Like, like, for me and for you and for everyone else, he sent his son to die. Right? Like, and it's it's a powerful thing whenever you stop and think about it and so you know like now I'm finally in a season where it's like I'm okay with waiting because I know that the love that God has shown me he's going to provide for me and no I mean granted it's not written that we're gonna have you know it's not guaranteed that we're gonna find that special someone but you know I truly do believe that God has that person out there for me and I'm finally in a season where I'm able to recognize that and I'm finally able to accept that and It takes a while to get there. It does. I mean, it's. I came back to Christianity almost three years ago. I started the process. And, you know, within that time frame, I think two of the relationships were in that time frame, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yes. Because it was my sophomore year. Yeah. So, two of those relationships were in that time frame. And, you know, I had this really. I still had this really weird perceived idea of love. So it's taken me two years. Actually, no, wait, no, I lied. It's taken me three years. My sophomore year, junior year. Yeah, because I'm a freshman in college. It's taken me almost three years to learn that love of God. I lied. Not two years, three years. It's taken me a long time to truly learn the love of God. And now that I'm finally in this place, it's like, now it's the place of waiting, which isn't a fun place to be. Madison and I are both. I believe Madison and I are both in that same place right now. It's not a fun place to be, especially whenever you have a crush. Like, it's not a fun place to be. But, you know, it's like, it's like, it's okay. It's okay. You're finally at peace with, you know, not having this worldly, you know, once again, air quotation love, because you know that there's better love out there. You know that there's a strong love and a true love that's out there. And I take a lot of comfort in that. And I think y'all should, too. And, you know, it's not an easy thing. It's really not. And I'm definitely about to go over my time limit. I was supposed to be done with this in 10 minutes. I have a birthday party to go to. Okay, digress, digress. Sorry. Like I said, coffee. Um, But, you know, uh, I just, I can't stress it to you guys enough. Learn the love of God, you know. And there's different ways to do that, too, you know. Like, sometimes, you know, like, I felt the love of God through worship, you know. It was, like, um, I believe it was the second time I went to church with Madison? I don't remember. I, it was, like, the second or third time. Definitely not the first. But the second or third time, I remember, like, I was just barely getting into worship because, you know, I was raised in the Catholic church and everything, and, um, her pastor at the time, they have a different pastor now, but her pastor at the time, um, I think they had, Madison was actually on worship that night, and they were, um, doing the song more, um, And her pastor said, you know, that if there's anyone who wants more, you know, more of God to come up to the front and just, you know, like, pour that out. And so I did. Mind you, it was like my second or third time at a Christian church. And I went up there and I was like on my knees. I was crying like because I was like, like, I knew. I just knew at that point. I was like, there is a true love out there. Like, I had experienced so much hurt and everything in my life that I realized, you know, like, there's no way that there's not a true love out there and there's no way that god isn't the one who's going to show us that like god is the one who's that true love god is the one who created that true love he's the one who's going to show me that true love and he's the one who's going to prepare me for that love and it was a difficult thing to learn like i said it took three years but you know um that's why madison and i used to talk about season of singleness a lot because you know we were both in like that season of learning that love And now we're in the season of waiting. And I don't like waiting. I'm a very impatient person. But it's really comforting now that I know the love of God to be able to wait for this love because I know that this love is out there. I know that it's possible to have this love. I know that this love is real. And I know that this love is what is true. It's it's what's right, you know? And... I think that's kind of a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people because it's like you know but but I love them you know it's like it's it's like that and I've been there before you know it's like but I love them like you don't understand like I love them you know like that's the thing and it's like no you just really really like them because if you haven't learned the love of God then how do you expect to learn love like how like all the relationships that I was in okay you know, like, think of, think of, think of, okay, I always say it wrong, but, <laughs> I always say it wrong, but First Corinthians, you know, First Corinthians 13, 4, you know, love is patient, love is kind. Think of that as a checklist. Think of it as a, as a checklist. If your relationship isn't crossing off those things on your list, I'm sorry to say, sorry to say, and I'm not saying it to be rude. But it's probably not love. It is probably not love. That's really a hard pill to swallow because you're like, no, I love them. And, you're like, and I'm like, no, you just think you do because you think that you know love. But really what you know is this thing that the enemies created to keep you trapped in a spot where you don't actually know what love is. That way you can't be given love to anyone else. So you are continuing this cycle of heartbreak. And then you're like, oh, God must not love me because he, my heart keeps getting broken because that's the thing that the enemy does. That is the thing that the enemy does. He will put you in a spot where you're blinded. You are blinded to everything around you. He puts you in that spot. And then he's like, oh no, you're going to stay in that spot. And then the only person you, you, know, you can't see him because he put you in this blinding spot. And then the only way up that you can look is up, right? So you're looking up at God and you're like, Oh, well, there's one person to blame. Let me just blame him. And that's that's how the enemy traps you. That is how the enemy gets you. Because he puts you in a spot. He backs you into that corner, and you don't realize it. You are blinded that he's backed you into that corner. And it's, it's kind of a scary thing to think about. Because think of how many times that you've been backed into that corner, and you don't even know. You didn't even know that you were backed into that corner. It's a pretty scary thing to think about sometimes. You know, and... You know, whenever you're backed into a corner, there's only so many things that you can do. And, you know, there's only so many people to place the blame upon. And whenever you can't see the person who's backed you into that corner, what are you going to do? You're going to blame the only person left. And he makes that only person left God. Because he's able, he may not be able to create new things. Okay, the enemy isn't able to create new things, but he is able to twist your perception. And that's why you have to be really careful as a Christian because... You have to be really, really visual. You have to take everything as spiritual. And I'm not going to say their name, but I was having a conversation with someone, same person who told me that the Bible was controlling. I was having a conversation with them. And I was explaining that, you know, the enemy backs you into spot so that there's no one left to blame but God. And he's like, well, why is God even an option to blame? And I'm like, because there's no one left. Because he purposely puts you in a position where you cannot blame anyone else. Okay. Let's just remember the enemy was a part of God's kingdom. At one point, he wanted the power that God had. God had to get rid of him. Now he's upset and he's going to use you as his tool. But there's only so many ways that he can do that. There's only so many things. So what he takes advantage of is your sight, what you're able to see and what you're able to know. And that's why you have to be careful. Because if you can't see it and if you can't know it, then he's able to blind you and he's able to back you into that corner. Also, I just realized that I went on to a rant. Anyways, I I digress once again. I think that's like my third time. Know the love of God. Know the love of God. There's multiple ways to do that. There's worship. You know, there's spending time in the word. There's sitting there and having a conversation with God. That is my favorite thing to do. You know, I love just sitting somewhere, especially if I'm home alone. Oh, gosh. I'm talking to the air i'm talking like i'm talking to the air and i'm like i'm acting like jesus is right in front of me i'm acting like god's right in front of me and i'm just like look you don't even get it i'm like (laughs) and it's like it's funny because you know like you know that he gets it but like my most recent thing and i'm like no like you don't even get it like i really want this person but i'm giving that control to you like you don't even get it right and it's like obviously he gets it like (laughs) what does he not know about you you know so you know that's my favorite way to you know learn the love of God is to just sit there and to have conversation and um it's not everyone's style but it's my style you know it's something that I like to do sometimes people do that through ministry sometimes people do that through leading worship there's a lot of different ways that we can experience the love of God there's a lot of different ways that we can feel the love of God it's just a matter of finding the right way for you okay anyways I'm definitely late to the birthday party now um. I guess that means that I should just keep going. You know what? If I'm already late, I might as well be fashionably late. Like, Portuguese, real Portuguese style, I'm going to be fashionably late. Um, I guess my real message for you guys today is don't be backed into a corner. Don't be backed into a corner. Know what's around you and know the Word of God. Because whenever you know the Word of God, you know, the Word of God, you know, that's part of our armor as a Christian, is knowing that. And that's what keeps us away from those corners because we're able to see, we're like, no, 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 no. See, you're trying to trick me. You're trying, It's like a magician trick, you know, like where you can't see it. And then, you know, like you get trapped and then like the magic trip happens and you're like, whoa, right? Like that's what it's like. Don't be back in that corner. Don't be back in that corner. Know the word of God, know how to fight. Know how to fight to get yourself out of that corner. And then back the enemy into that corner. That's my favorite thing to do also. That's one of my favorite things to do is, like, talk back to the enemy. It's hilarious. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm one of those Christians where it's, like, if I feel that spiritual warfare, I'm just like, no. No, 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 no. In Jesus' name, you will not be doing that to me today. The Bible says this. The Bible says that. Like, that is the way I combat it. That is the way that I avoid being backed into a corner. And that is the way that I avoid blaming God for things that I know aren't God. is because I'm able to see, I'm able to recognize what the enemy is doing. And that is part of the reason why a lot of people don't know love is because, you know, they don't know the word of God. And so they're able to be backed into a corner and they're able to blame more things on God. Okay. Wow. I'm really, really shaky. I feel like I've been talking a lot and I feel like I've been saying the same things over and over. But that just tells you how important it is to me for you guys to know that. Um, but anyways, happy Valentine's Day! <laughs> happy Valentine's Day! Um, truly, you know, if if you do not know if there's any doubt in your mind that you don't know the love of God, then you probably don't know the love of God. And I encourage you to find your way to learn that love. And it takes time, and you know, just be patient with it. Be patient with yourself. Because, you know, you can't learn everything all at once. You know, like, we're not we're not robots. Like, we're, we're humans. You know, we can't just memorize everything all at once. You know, it takes time. So just take that time. Take that extra step. Because whenever you take that extra step, you're avoiding a lot more than you think you are. A lot more than you think you are. And that's speaking from experience. My favorite thing to do is speak from experience also. I love speaking from experience. I love using my real-life experiences to be like, hey... This happened to me. Like, it's a real thing. Um, but anyways, I do just want to let you guys know that our social media is always open. Uh, we also have an email account that you guys can email us at. If you guys ever need anything, if you guys ever want to talk about anything, if you guys ever need any encouragement, any prayers, feel free to message us. Feel free to message us. It's like if you, if you start recognizing that you're being backed into the corner and you need help, message us. Message us. We... Madison and I really love to pray for people. I think that's something that new that I'm learning right now is that I love to pray for people. It's not something that I knew before. Uh, but yeah, if you guys need help, like, message us. Um, once again, I digress. <laughs> um, But thank you for listening today, you guys. Um, Really, truly try to learn that love of God because it's a love like no other. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people think that that's so cheesy whenever people say that. But it's just the truth. It's just the truth. Like when you feel that love of God, it's it's really different, you know, and it really it really changes your outlook, so um, I encourage y'all to do that, and pray that over y'all in Jesus' name, that you guys may learn the love of God, and that you guys may continue to learn it, and that if you have not learned the love of God, that you begin to seek it, you know, and you begin to truly search for it, but anyways, have a happy Valentine's Day, y'all. We love you. Thank you for listening, as always.